Warning, the stories you're about to hear are detailed accounts of shenanigans, pranks, and some mistakes that are meant to replicate the sort of discussions that veterans have when they reunite over a cold beverage and do not depict the professional daily actions of the military at large. We hope to make you laugh, but not to disrespect our proud men and women in uniform. Listener discretion is advised. Camo Comedy, where we take a humorous look at the lighter side of military service. We got a big show for you today, but before we jump into it, if you like what we're doing here, give us a subscribe, give us a follow, whatever they call it on your podcasting platform. And while you're at it, give us a five-star rating, write us a review, as that makes us more relevant in the algorithm and boosts the overall visibility of the show. But word-of-mouth advertising is just oh so powerful, so if you tell some friends, I will love you forever. Okay, let's jump into the show. I am your host, Aaron Wolf. Joining me today is Call Sign Showtime. 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 Thanks for coming back, man. Thanks for being here, man. I really appreciate it. What can I say, man? I enjoyed the last time, bro. <laughs> Hilarious. Awesome, man. You're welcome anytime. So, all right, man, check this out. I got this crazy story from you. here. I'm all ears. You, so, last time you were in, you were, we were talking about, like, there's these inter-military dynamics where, like, there's oh, yeah. these little rivalries and for stuff sure. like that. You got the 101st Airborne, then you got the 82nd Airborne. They, right. yep. they have a little... Rivalry. Friendly, Similar, similar maybe rivalry. not so friendly rivalry, whatever, yep, at times. Absolutely. Same is true, too, for like different branches of the military. So you got your Air Force and then you got your Army, right. you know, and right. oh, that, people get along, yeah. you know, but there's a rivalry there. Absolutely. So, and there's also this dynamic of leave things better than than how you found. You don't want to just clean and leave it. You want to try to do a little bit extra and say, what you that way definitely you're going to be invited back. Right. You're going to be able to use those because when you have these relationships, it just makes everything so much easier. Right. right? You don't want to go around pissing people off. So this story takes place. You have Air Force that are getting ready to go out to a gun range. Oh, God. And they're using an Army range, right? Oh, my So God. they get in there, and you have these, like, senior leadership. You got instructors right. and stuff like that. Now, was the Army there? <clears throat> the Army was there. Okay. So, so they're like, they, sharing it. They weren't using the okay, range, gotcha. but it was owned, and then they had... I guess what you would call custodians. Gotcha. You know, yeah, they're yeah. office workers. Overseas. They're just kind of overseeing the whole yeah. process and stuff like this. So you have, you know, the leadership package. They're in there making contact right. and they're trying to build a good rapport with these guys and everything Absolutely. else like that. So they're seeing the facility. Hey, you got this. You got this classroom space. And then there's a porta potty over there if anybody needs it. Right. You know, no big deal. Okay, cool. Five seconds no, after they're. <laughs> Five seconds after they're there, one of their instructors goes in and comes back and realizes that there's new graffiti on the door on, on of this portage. Oh, my God. Right? So, look, you can I, – I know there's competing opinions on this. It's yeah. a porta potty It's where you shit. It's not the end of the world, you but it flies right – artists, though. Yeah, it, it flies right in the face oh. of leaving something better right, than you right, found it, right. right? So, how are you going to explain this? Now, this artist drew – a gigantic cock and balls. Was it a band? <laughs> like, it was not hard. It was limp. And then you had a Pac-Man that was coming after it, right? And gobbling it up. Yeah. Now, now, so, like, when you have this leadership package that they're checking yeah, things out, oh there's goodness. no cock and balls in Pac-Man. Damn, Aramis. They come back a few seconds later. 
cock and balls and, and, oh and Pac-Man. God. So they're like, obviously it was us. And so they, they're like, these fucking dirty motherfuckers. They line up all the airmen and start cussing them. And like, oh you motherfucker, like, we need to know who the fuck did this. Like, we're trying yeah, to build yeah, a rapport sure. with so these people. Line over everybody here. Up yeah, they line everybody up. Yeah, they line everybody up yelling. Corporate them. Is. One of the trainers pulls the lead guy aside and says, uh, hey, uh, it wasn't any of them, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, are you fucking serious? So now you've got two problems. Not only do you have a huge cock and balls and and Pac-Man. Why is it always a penis, man? Always a penis. Hey, I'll tell you what. You might not recognize this, but number one, it's hilarious. Number two, this goes back to even the Roman soldiers. There is there is graffiti that exists to this day. You can you can fact check me on this. Google this. They're not circumcised, but they would draw (laughs) cock and balls on like yeah yeah. So like they would go around. So this is a universal comedic thing. I'll say I'll I'll say this. There was a there was some construction that was happening at my office, right? And they were taking out old desks, and somebody drew a cock and balls on the bottom side of one of the desks, and it made me laugh. Why why is and I don't know why it made. uh, So part of it is. I'm imagining a grown man crawling underneath a desk well, and then then scribbling yeah, out a cock that's and balls. That's for one it. thing. And number two, I don't know why. It's just funny. Yeah, right? So, like, but again, like, there's a debate. How appropriate is this? Like, if you're trying to go and build a rapport right, with some yeah, play, you like, you're drawing a cock and balls with a Pac-Man chasing after to gobble <laughs> it up and everything like this. Pac-Man, Pac-Man. Pac-Man. <laughs> Pac-Man is, for whatever reason, that puts it over the top yeah. funny for me. You're just adding a Pac-Man. Like, Pac-Man murr, murr, murr. Now, fun fact here. This has nothing to do with the story. The original name for Pac-Man was supposed to be Puck-Man, like a hockey puck. Get out of here. Before they launched, they're like, it's going to be really easy to vandalize this. Oh, and yeah. you just cover up part of the P and make yeah. it an F. F. Yep. So they're like, Fuck we got to change this. <laughs> So, so like these little graffiti shenanigans and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, I, I guess this is pretty universal. It goes back, you know, ancient times and all that kind of that stuff, whether it's, a, you know, whatever. But man, I, I, I love that story just because it's simple. It's yeah. one of these things like there's obviously two problems here. Getting back to kind of what I was saying is like you've already started yelling at the airmen. So now you've right. got to back it down and be like, oh, oh. hey, never mind. Disregard don't, don't ask any questions about yeah. how this got there. We must have been mistaken. It My was, it was totally there before yeah. and we just imagined it. So you're going to lose face in front of all the people. Oh, so, God, yeah, this man. this cat. I, I don't know. He oh, definitely had a sense of humor, but you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> just about timing and all that kind of all stuff. All about like timing, that. bro. I, listen, I got one. I, oh, la- last time I was here, I talked about you know uh, the the sibling rivalry between the eighty eighty uh, second and the hundred and first. Yes, uh, you know the, the screaming eagles, what they call us, the yes. screaming chickle chicken, and <laughs> and their you know their logo is like the AA. So it was like we always call them alcohol anonymous, uh, you know. Yes. But I, I want to take you. Uh, into an event in my time in the military where and I should say in the army now this is this is not that deployment this is like 2002 this is later in 2002 okay. actually going into 03 time frame okay um, actually I should say no it was 03 okay um, so this is during a time where we invaded Iraq okay so this right? is the beginning part of this uh, is the, the ground yeah, war yeah, kicking yeah. off for Iraq exactly gotcha yeah, yeah. so and a lot of people don't realize either man, that war lasts for about two weeks so the two week span my platoon being there, we convoyed 
all over Iraq. Wow. I mean, from location to location. Wow. There was no bedding down. It was like, yo, let's get these Apaches here. Let's get them there. This and that. So my team would pack up and go and we move. And we move wow. in convoys. Convoys yeah. can be, you know, anywhere from 10 vehicles, two vehicles, 100 vehicles, whatever wow. the case may be. So whatever right? you guys have. Depending on right. what we have. What, what you needed to move. Exactly. So we're convoying. Yeah. And uh, it, it had to be at least anywhere from 80 to 100 vehicles uh, in this convoy. And keep in mind, too, we're we're getting uh, what they call sniper fire. Okay. You know, we're just taking shots from right. – and we're not an infantry platoon. We're an aviation platoon. So okay. this is like in support of the Apache helicopter. Gotcha. Now, we're convoying. And we're taking sniper fire here and there, you know, and you hear about it. Sometimes you don't even realize you, you're being right. sniper fire till you uh, stop it, take a break or something. You're looking over your vehicle and you're like, oh, there's Yo, some this, holes here. There's some there holes here. It's kind of like the cock on the <laughs> Exactly. Like this wasn't here a second ago. <laughs> Wait a minute. Where did this come from? Bro, and keep in mind, now, uh, I'm going I'm to explain something to your listeners. I'm driving what is called a fuel Hemet. Now, okay, yeah. for most people who who've flown or been to an airport, it's the military version, and when you look out the window, you see that big fuel truck that's okay. taking fuel to the aircraft. Yeah. But I'm driving the Army's version of yeah. it, right? So you're so basically called, driving around a bomb. Yes, and it's carrying like 5,000 gallons of this fuel. This is jet fuel? And I, JP-8. So okay. JP-8, is you know, they use it for the Apaches. They use it for the Humvees. Yeah. It's, use, it's universal fuel. Right. It's flammable. Right. It's fuel, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, So The last thing you want to be driving right, around exactly. in the invasion of Iraq. Jesus. So during this time, me and my uh, TC, which is my uh, truck commander, okay. had switched spots. Yeah. And we had taken uh, um, sniper fire uh, on a previous drive before. And he's driving. And this time, I'm in the uh, passenger seat. So relevant to say that I had shotgun, yeah. right? <laughs> so <laughs> we're driving. And right. keep in mind, you got to keep an interval from the vehicle in front of you because you don't want to be too close. You want to be at least 100 to 150 meters. Yeah. Well, this vehicle that's in front of us is another fuel helmet, but he doesn't have a trailer hooked up. We have a trailer hooked up to ours. Okay. And my man is moving. This convoy is moving. We're going up a hill and we lose sight of the vehicle in front of us okay. for about a good 100 meters. We don't know where he's at. We get to the top of this hill and when we get to the top, we can see this vehicle. He's like, 300 to 400 meters like he's oh, a no. good distance it's further than what we're supposed to be right now here's the here's the kicker there is something in between our vehicle and his vehicle shit and we're like what the fuck is this yeah like is this another you know everybody's like, amped up we think ambush right yeah we absolutely. just got we just got sniper fire we right. think it ambush so my tc goes by the name of Sergeant V at the time. All right. Leans over. He's driving. He looks at me. I look at him. He said, he looked at me. He's like, hey, show. Showtime. Go ahead and chamber around. And I got my weapon at the low ready. I roll my window down. I'm ready for action, whatever it is. You know, right. I'm, I'm, we listen, we about to tear up whatever this is. The closer we get to it, this object, we realize like, oh shit, this is just a civilian. And he's riding on a, a Ford truck bed being pulled by two donkeys. Not something that you're used to seeing Right, like, what the hell? Like, so we just right. kind of mosey around. Yeah. Like, all right, this is just a, and it's a civilian. Let's keep yeah. moving, right? He's minding so we fly- his business. We're going to Exactly. Ours. We're minding yeah. ours. He's minding his. We catch up with the other vehicle, and we get our correct intervals. We're driving, I want to say, about another 20 minutes, and we come across this stretch of road that was just riddled with, you know, combat. It's potholes here, potholes 
potholes there. Like we're slowly driving, but we didn't realize until like we hit the first pothole. You know what I'm saying? And we're driving, and he's hitting potholes and this and that. And as we're driving, now keep in mind the barrel of my weapon is laid up on the heel of my right foot. Uh-oh. Right, it's just resting there. Yeah. And this the floorboard of my truck was laid with sandbags to keep us protected from upward shrapnels and explosions and, and things. Like you know what I'm saying? It's a way to give you guys an extra you know, cushion, pretty yeah, much. You cushion, know, like basically. yeah, here we go. So Man, we hit another pothole, and I mean, boom, like, this big-ass explosion. Oh, shit. And we're like, what the hell? You oh. know, my TC driver, he's he swore in the vehicle. Right. We can't see shit. Right. Hey, and the entire cockpit is laid up with sand and dust and debris, and you can yeah. hear, like, shit falling, and I'm panicking. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? What's happening? I, what's happening? What's happening? Yeah. What's happening? And, like, and literally, as the dust settles, I look down. Bro, I almost blow the heel oh, off my right that, foot. Hey, that was me. My I'm bad. like, hey, hey, sorry, V. My bad, oh, bro. <laughs> it's like, what you mean? I said, man, I squeezed the trigger, bro, and we almost that, that, that was that was from my accidental discharge. Oh god! Right? So I, you guys are all deaf now, of course. Right. Yeah, that it, happened inside. inside the vehicle, oh, man. God. And I mean, yeah. we rolled the window down and get the the dust out of the air. Oh, and he God. leans over. He's like, "Hey, go ahead and uh, clear that weapon out." Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get back to we're gonna get back, we're gonna get back to normal. He's like, here, right. I, and he leans over. He's like, "I see what you're trying to do." <laughs> He's like, you trying to send your ass home early. You want to shoot the back of your heel off. <laughs> you know, just one of those things, man, that just, oh shit moments in the military, bro. Nice. Man, I just got this, uh, I got a funny prank story. Oh, so I'm here. I'm all here for it, bro. So check this out. Um, for those of you who might not know, I mean, leave is a pretty big deal in the military. Obviously, you're going to work, you know, long hours. You're going to work, you know, holidays, weekends, Absolutely. depending on depending on how you're, yep. you're scheduled and tasked and all that kind of stuff like that. So this story takes place shift workers, mm-hmm. right? So they work 12-hour shifts, day shift, yep. night shift. Yeah. And the way that you put in for leave is what they call a leave book. So basically this is like a three-ring binder that has, you know, calendar sheets in mm-hmm. there, request forms and right. stuff like that. Right. Pretty basic. I say that to say there was you talked about last time you were here some quiet guys, right? Mm-hmm. You told me a little bit about quiet guys. So there was this quiet guy that thought he was a comedian. And I, I should say these leave books were labeled day shift night shift, right? That's yeah. important. Right, right, right. What he would do is quietly, he would go out and print out a nice big G and then he would cut it out on a, just on a piece of paper. Right, whatever, right, okay. And he would tape it over the D in day shift so it would say gay shift. Oh my God. Now, <laughs> he did this for the benefit of, there was a day shift supervisor, female type, that l- always lost her mind. Oh my And God. it was mainly just to trigger, who the keeps oh, fucking with my, my fucking God. leave book you guys are you're so immature right like just just set right, it all like right. a bottle rocket right, right? Absolutely. so and it wasn't like this person made it a huge habit or anything like that it was just like once every, once every 10 little, months yeah. maybe something like that just like we're gonna print out a g and tape it right <laughs> over the d so it would say gay shift and then just kind of hang back and wait for the light wait, show yeah. just just like and then oh, she would be ripping people man. up and down saying you motherfuckers like you yeah. need to stop fucking with my shit you know just all this kind of stuff like that, Get that never found out who did it no, you know all God. that kind of stuff like that so that's a simple harmless prank you know yeah yeah <laughs> 
that we, hey, with the reaction that they wanted, man. Exactly. And that was, you know, like working long hours in the military, people get bored, get right? Bored. So a lot, lot of times like hands. pranks ensue yeah. just for a little bit of entertainment, yep. just yep. because there's those people that have hair triggers mm-hmm. that are just fun. They can really go off and it's mm-hmm. kind of funny. So yep. you're like, hey, let's uh, let's slide them some some material for that. Oh, every that's once so, man. Yeah, that's, that, that's all that, I got on that. Crazy. It was a pretty simple one, but. Hey, last time we was here, man, we talked about uh, funny basic training stories. And I oh, couldn't yeah. squeeze this one in, but right. I couldn't. I couldn't leave today, man, without without going over Let's this. Let's have one, it, man. man. I love basic this, training so stories. It, here, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm try to paint this picture <laughs> for your listeners, bro. All right. Yeah, yeah. Fort Fort Knox. Okay. All right, Kentucky. Gotcha. A lot of people don't realize it's basic training there. Echo yeah. One Four Six was the the company that I was in. Okay. Right. Uh, Echo uh, was the uh, name of the company, and then the One Four Six was the name of the platoon. Okay. Or that platoon time frame that we were there. So Echo okay. One Four Six. Now we had this dude. We're gonna call him Private Green. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Now Private Green. Let me just kind of paint this picture for your audience. Is he wasn't the best looking dude. Okay. You know, you had some of those in your basic training, yeah. you know, that I, I could go into details, but let's sure. just say this. He had a face that only a mom could love. Okay. Real small, short guys, oh, short man. in stature. One of those guys, right? All right. And uh, there was this thing that we had to do whenever we had to go into the chow hall. Okay. We had to stand at the at the door. Whenever we walked in, we had to scream out, one hungry assassin ready to eat. And we had to <laughs> scream at the top of our lungs to right. announce our presence. Gotcha. Now, once we did that, we walked through that threshold. There was a young lady that would be at this desk, and she would take your your name and your last four your social, and she write it down, yeah. and then you would have to sign next to it, which would show that hey, this individual was here, he ate, and what? Okay. Now, keep in mind, I'm gonna say this: this was a very attractive young lady, okay. very. And I'm not talking about nine weeks of basic training, talk. right? We talking yeah. about <laughs> good looking girl, okay? You know what I'm saying? So we got this short guy. That's uh, that's yeah. a bad combo. Exactly, her, her right? Working a basic like exactly. that. Exactly. Uh. Like the amount of dudes that she see. We're talking about four different platoons. Yeah, 120 dudes a piece, and somebody you have in, a shot. I, somebody in the HR department had to have a sense of humor, and they're yeah, like, "You let's know what? Go ahead There's put this a nice, girl attractive here. lady. These guys that can't do anything, anything. about it, or they anything. get busted. Well, they, well, you know, once the lights go out at night, they, <laughs> they was like, "Let's sure. go ahead and paint that picture for All right. So out of all the dudes in basic training, all the platoons, this guy in his mind, like, I have a shot. Okay. So we, uh, one particular day, head back to our, our barracks and, you know, we get that time frame where we get to write our families. Okay. And tell them how much we miss them and whatnot. Gotcha. Private Green decides, I got a shot at this young lady. All right. At the desk. Oh, no. So proceeds to write a four-page detailed letter. Oh no! So he is not writing his family. He is not during this time. He oh, is wow. not writing his letter. I mean, oh, his family. He's writing a, a, and we're all, hey, bro. Keep in mind, we we're writing. Yeah, everybody's like missing their family and this and that. My yeah. man is in a lab with a pen and a pad, <laughs> writing down his Mac. <laughs> dear, dear Slim, yo, no, this kidding. is what it is, right? <laughs> so the next day. We proceed to the cafeteria or the chow hall. This okay. is lunchtime. Gotcha. And one hungry assassin ready to eat. Private Green steps up. One hungry assassin ready to eat and steps to the lady, gives his last four. And then as he signs his name, slides her the four page oh, letter like he's a <laughs> 
Oh God! And, just, and Mosey's on about his business. All right, like here you go. Feeling take this. Really good about himself <laughs> right. right now. Okay. So I want to say about five minutes into us eating our meal, we have a drill sergeant by the name of Sergeant Wells. All right, Sergeant Wells, drill sergeant Wells, as we like to call him, is keep in mind a full fledged Army Ranger. And wow. trying out for the Green Beret. Oh, God. We're talking about badass of all yeah. badasses, right? Not somebody not, not somebody, somebody to fuck with. And it, yeah. For real. This dude was not someone you fuck with. <laughs> yeah. And I kid you not. He's like, all right, second tune assassins. Everybody listen up. Lock it the fuck up. Don't move. Don't say nothing. Drop your spoons and forks. <laughs> I got a. I got a little message I, uh, I like to read and a poem I like to oh, read to you. Oh, God. Oh, God. Walks down the middle of the cafeteria, unfolds the letter from Private Green, address to one specific young lady who sits there and takes, you know, socials and yeah, this and that. Yeah, yeah. Dear so-and-so. Oh, God. You may not know me. Whoop de whoop whoop, but I'm Private Green, <laughs> blah blah blah. I'm from North, uh, with Charlottesville, North Carolina. Whoop whoop whoop, and basic training is about to end in about two weeks. I would like for us to kick it together and this and that. And oh, I mean, proceeds no. to go into detail about what he wanted to do to this young lady. So he read the whole read the entire thing. Oh, man, like on the one hand, I cannot blame this guy for taking a shot. Man, my man took a shot in the dark. But damn, <laughs> yeah, like this guy. I did not have. Where did it end there, though? Did he learn about situational awareness nah, at the, after this? I don't this? think so, Aaron. Well, oh, God. I'll tell you right now, Drill Sergeant Wells <laughs> is like, go ahead, finish that food. And he says, yo, since uh, Private Green want to write a, and these his words, a lame ass letter. <laughs> <laughs> no game having ass Private Green <laughs> we about to go out there and smoke us for the next 45 minutes to an hour but I lost so, count so Green was not popular probably nah, before or after nah, this man, especially not to, after uh, this blanket party that oh the dude with the, you know from uh, yeah um, full metal jacket full metal jacket oh, bro we was about to get it uh, yeah you're just like look man like you need to do this stuff like Instead of writing a letter, if you really had to take a shot, maybe you just say something like, "Hey, say do you want to you want to link up after I'm 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 graduated?" Right, and she could just say no. I mean, he but right then and there, then you got you don't answer. have a four page script of like lame ass letter to bust oh you out God, in front of everybody. Right. That my man, sucks. my man risked it all. Oh on man, four page well, letter. Hey man, and we paid the price. <laughs> That's <laughs> how it goes sometimes in the military when you know somebody messes up. Everybody, Yo, everybody pays. Has to pay. Damn. checking out the Camo Comedy Show podcast. If you like what we're doing here and you want to participate in this community, there are many different ways that you can contribute. First and foremost, tell somebody about the show. Word of mouth advertising is very powerful and we really appreciate you for helping us out. If you have any funny military stories of your own or know somebody who does, with their permission, of course, you can contribute those stories via email at stories at camocomedy.com. That's stories, S-T-O-R-I-E-S, at C-A-M-M-O-C-O-M-E-D-Y dot com. Or if you're not too good at the internet, drop us a voicemail at area code 531-222-6146. That's area code 531-222-6146. 
888-242-1646. That's right. We're giving away our phone number. We want funny military stories from all eras. So if you're not from a generation that's heavily online, we don't want there to be a barrier for participation. We have a lot of big plans for this show and building this community to support veterans. We will announce here soon. So stay tuned. All right. I'm going to go have a nice spicy bowl of chili. Later. Later.